0: So what we're trying to do in these classes, is we're trying to enter into a deeper reality. That's what we're trying to do. Most people, most of their lives are living a very superficial reality. Superficial, we're very externally focused. Externally focused. There's your accomplishments and your achievements and what you're doing day to day and who you're meeting and what your Gemara Shio is and what am I going to do in my spare time? I'm going to do, I should do some exercise and then I should learn some musta and then I've got to have a bit of a social life and how should I grow and what am I doing? And I've got to call home, see how things are doing at home. There's some things I want to watch a little bit, if you programmed it. And we, our whole life is that it's just my life, my world, my routine do you have a routine? you have a schedule well let's see what I'm going to do and I'm going to wake up at this time and then I'm going to in and I'm going to take a few minutes to meditate and I'm going to do this and I'm going to eat this and I'm going to try and achieve this and this is what I'm doing completely all externally focused and that's what most people's lives most of the time is that's what your life is what you're doing what are you doing? what do you do? what do you do? What do you do? Hey, hi, what do you do? I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a rabbi, that's what I do. So we're doing very, very few people ever... (laughs) So very, very few people ever just get to be. Get to be, get to stop running. People are living very, very superficial lives. Superficial, no depth. So what we're trying to do with our avoda, with our spiritual work, is go deeper within ourselves. And the mashal, the analogy we used at the beginning was this idea of waves. However big the waves are, and however much thunder and lightning and crashing, however big the waves are, they're always on the surface. But if you go deeper below the surface, if you scuba dive, if you go underneath, it's always very calm and very quiet under the surface of the sea. So the same is true of yourself but it means taking the time to go deeper within yourself, living a more inner type of life. So the goal of our meditation isn't that we have a break from our life once in a while to get back into our life. That's not the goal. The goal of our meditation is that we're living life on a much deeper level, on a much more conscious level, on a much calmer level. 3 to 3.30 every day. Thank you so much for coming. Who? The foundations? Definitely based measures for foundations. I don't know about history. it's, it's you have yeah, that insurance policy? Yeah, it's not the insurance thing. What oh, yeah. is that COVID already? You're fine, you're fine. Okay, so we're going to continue then, going deeper into ourselves. Uh-huh. No, no, it's like I was sent to get all the foundations based measures for us. Bye, Foundations of Measures, guys. Okay, they're coming. All right, well, most people are you guys here, yeah, anyway. I'm recording it. I'm recording it. Yeah. So choose to go Basimcha. Don't go resentfully. If you're going to choose to go, then go joyfully. No, I'll just so are you living an inner life? Now we said that we need to access the calm. And the way to access calm is having time alone, away from your phone, to access the calm. And then doing things that bring calm. You're going to do things that bring you calm. That means listening to nice music. For me, that means playing my piano. I just sit, I have an electric piano, 88 keys, weighted keys with pedals. And when everyone's asleep, I just play. I just play. And it's very sweet. Two or three chords, and I just play. And it's deeply meditative for me, yeah. By like get away from the phone you do not use it, but you can like on sort of music with it instead of the phone. I think if there's any other way you could get music, I think you just gotta get away from your phone. So if there is any other way to get music, then yes. But if they're not, then you'll have it on plane mode or flight mode or whatever. But just the whole being no, it's just, of it's your, f- interesting. Put your phone. Somewhere else. Yeah, but I want you to try and be somewhere where you just it would take you five minutes to reach your phone. (laughs) (laughs) What? Five minutes to reach my phone? But what if someone calls me? So if there is another way. By the way, in general, like when I see people at the cocktail or somewhere and they're davening from their phone, so why? why? You're looking at your screen enough. Get away from your phone. There's a lot of kadusha in the written word in a siddur. The siddur itself has kadusha. The phone itself sucks kadusha. So you don't want to be doubling from your phone. How does it suck uh, uh, the it's, You won't understand. It's a deeply Kabbalistic thing. So it's a gematria of iPhone and stuff. It just knows it's not a healthy thing. That The phone is not a healthy thing. So, fine. So this, this is our goal. Our goal, by the way, of being alone is to become calm. As we said before, most people when they become alone they don't become calm, they actually become more anxious and stuff because when they have no distractions their mind goes. So then we need to do things that are going to calm us like smell nice smells and look at nice things and listen to nice things, to ground ourselves in our physical senses. But the goal isn't to become calm either. The goal of becoming calm is to reveal deeper levels of yourself. A deeper level of yourself that is very calm and doesn't have all your issues and your worries and your problems and your stuff. It's a very healthy, wholesome place within yourself. Beyond the ego. Beyond the ego. It means you don't get offended. Who gets offended easily? Or upset easily? If you were when, if you were living from a deeper place within yourself, then people can't reach you to offend you. Do you hear this, it's very important. What does it take to upset you and offend you? So hopefully at some point, and this is a famous story of Hillel in Shabbos when they said, right we're going to bet 400 Zuz I can annoy Hillel. And they went before, this guy said, just before Shabbos, Hillel was like in the mikvah and he was like, who here is Hillel? And Hilal comes out and says, I am Hilal. How can I help you? And the guy goes, I have a question. And he goes, Sha'al Bani, Sha'al, ask my son, ask. <laughs> and the guy was like, starts asking stupid questions. Why do these people have flat feet? And why do these people have round hair? And like, <laughs> so Hilal just says, and then he's like, That's an amazing question and he answers the question then he goes back into the mikvah the guy screams again comes back ten minutes later who's Hilal? and he comes out yes my son <laughs> he asked another series sha'al sha'al, ask my child ask amazing so, and you can't do anything to upset someone who's living in a deeper place within themselves you just can't reach them so, but someone who's living in a place of their ego they get very upset very quickly they get very offended very quickly so you want to not be in that place you want to be you You're living from a higher place of being. You're not so caught up. You just have a bigger perspective. In Kabbalistic writings, it's called Maishan de Gadlis. You have uh, an expanded awareness. Not so caught up. Expanded awareness. And that gets very hard when you're dealing with so many things, so many waves coming at you, so many emails, so many insults, so many pressures, so many this. So we've got to expand ourselves. But the goal is to really live from a place of calmness. Are you living from a place of calm? Because if you're living from a place of calm, then you can deal with stuff. I just deal with it. If you're living a place where you're very, very invested and involved in all the little happenings and goings-on in our Lama there, that are vying for your attention, it's very tiring. And then you get worn out, and once you're worn out and you're not feeling resourceful, you then can't deal with it. You don't have the resources to deal with it. That's it. So, what that's our whole of is to go to a deeper place within ourselves. Now, and that means ultimately to reveal our soul. Who here believes they have a soul? Yeah? Or well, you are a soul, whatever. You have a soul. You believe you have a soul? How often do you access your soul? What, what, Role does your soul play in your life? Does it play any? Is it just an idea that you've heard of, or are you? Do you ever actually experience yourself as pure consciousness? Like when you look at something, if you look at that, what usually happens is we're just, you know, you're just experiencing that bottle thing. Do you ever come from a place of well, who is experiencing that bottle? Who's looking at the bottle? Are you like I am? But who's the eye that's looking at the bottom? You can do this all day. You can walk around in states of, like, psychedelic consciousness. Who is being insulted right now? Well, there's your ego, but whose ego is being insulted? Well, there's you. Just step back into a place of, of higher consciousness. It's very sweet. It's very good. Who is looking at you now? So there's the consciousness that is experiencing your thoughts and experiencing your emotions and spir- experiencing. So once you're doing that, you're just walking around in soul consciousness. You're just soul conscious being. And life becomes so much more easy and sweet. And then, it, it, literally, you start seeing the matrix. Have you ever had to put on one of those 3D movie things and you can look around and actually see from side to side and see behind you? Have you done that? Go to the Jerusalem... I don't know if they've still got it, the Dinosaur Exhibition in in the Jerusalem Botanical Gardens. It's amazing. You put on this headset and you literally, they take you back into Dinosaur. There's a movie in the headset, Dinosaur World, and you're on the back of a pterodactyl and you're flying and it feels, whoa, and it feels bad. If you turn around, it's a swivel seat. You, you see the volcano there and you can walk, you see the whole Wow, it's an amazing It was one of the best things I've ever done. I'm actually not joking. I'm really not joking. It was one of the best things, and my daughter, she couldn't do, she did. It. Even my wife was a bit scared. She's like, whoa. I so my, my eight year old boy and me were like, he was like, Abba, look left. And we were like, oh, I can see it. That's right. <laughs> we can see it. And it was amazing. So we got off, and then we were sitting around after, sitting on the grass. And I said to my children, they're used to this, by the way, they grew up with me. I said, <laughs> Alamazeh is just that. Look, whoa! I'm just seeing that now. It's coming into my visual thing. But you've got to remember, you're wearing the goggles. You're wearing your goof. Your goof is just the goggles. But we got so involved. Imagine when I'm in, when I'm flying on that pterodactyl. My my daughter got very very scared. She was like, whoa! But did she have anything to be scared about? She didn't. She was sitting on a chair. There was no way she was going to fall off that bird, because that bird doesn't even really exist. You hear this? So you just got to remember. Unfortunately, well, actually, in deep meditation, you can take off the goggles of your goof. But really, as long as you just remember that you're in the, you're in you're the consciousness that's in the this virtual reality, then you can just start enjoying it. Way, hey, I enjoy it, and then things come. as like, well, okay, how do I deal with that? so that's what we're doing we're going deeper so the first step we said was to calm your senses but then he said for example you want to smell lavender oil you want to smell something he actually says deeper than this it's very sweet he, should, he says you should smell something that you use for a mitzvah so smell your etrog or smell the bisamim you use for havdalah because it's in, it's infused with kadusha, with holiness so when you smell it and we said the word for to smell is of reach, which is connected to ruach, your spirit. And the word to breathe, neshima, is connected to neshama. So when you smell it, at first, on a superficial level, that just calms you down. But then he says the next level is to use smell to go deeper into yourself. This is a beautiful. Did we have this little... They put this water feature so that we can calm ourselves like a little stream <laughs> so you can use your, yeah, you can use your I asked them to put it in so it's just relaxing it's like um, I feel like we're sitting next to a little stream in the middle of a forest, it's like beautiful <laughs> so you can use your smell to go deeper into yourself and this is how you do it, watch this Practically speaking, take an jog or Bissamim or anything that smells good and inhale the scent very deep. I should have brought in something to smell. Okay. bunch of yeshiva boys don't smell that great. <laughs> but you want you want to do By the way, you can't come to tomorrow's class if you didn't go and spend two minutes today smelling something nice. Are you serious? If you're not going to do the... Avoided, it, there's no point coming. You're going to be so proud of yourself. You're going to be sitting here. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to inhale the scent very deeply. Now every time you smell it, you have to concentrate on the fact that why are you smelling it? Now the first reason we said you were smelling the Bissamim is just to calm yourself. But this time, your Kavana, your intention is, I'm smelling it in order to reach a deeper place within myself. Now the Kavana creates the reality. I'm going to say that again. Your intention, you set your intention, Kavana comes from the the word Kivun, which means direction. So if your Kavana, when you're smelling it, is to calm yourself down, that's what will happen. But if your Kavana is, I'm smelling this in order to go deeper within myself, that actually happens. You try it. I tried it. It's very simple and sweet. So you're going to go, at some point tonight, you're going to find something that smells nice, preferably that was used for a mitzvah, and you're going to smell it. Now you've got to, each time you take another breath, you smell, you're, you're saying to yourself, I'm doing this in order to go deeper within myself. And basically what I want you to try and do, I don't have you ever been scuba diving? So when you go scuba diving, you can't go down quickly, straight away. You have to go down a little bit, take a breath, and then go down a meter. And then hover around a meter a bit, and then take another breath, and then go down another meter. And then hover, down another meter. Going deeper and equalize and do whatever it is you're doing. I want you to try and do this and start diving into your consciousness. You hear what we're saying here? I want you to start diving into your soul with each breath why am I, I'm breathing in I'm breathing, I'm going deeper into my soul with every single breath deeper into my soul and the smell is actually enlivening that nashima, shama, deeper into my soul now what's going to happen usually is your mind might start wondering how long I can do this? I can't do this. What we want to do is just try and let those thoughts float past, and refocus our concentration. deeper into myself. Deep Deeper. I'm going. And even if you want to, you can repeat that as a kind of mantra. I'm going deeper into myself. Breathe in. I'm going deeper into myself. And don't try and analyze this. This isn't a Gomorrah. But what do you mean by soul and? And bit, bit and what and what am I meant to be feeling? And uh, how can you do, no, 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 this is don't do that. This isn't a rational, logical, analytical method. This is a direct method of experiential consciousness diving. We are going consciousness diving. We're diving into anashanas. Very important. It's very important. And very deeply peaceful and very deeply sweet. And very simple. People always come up to me and say, Rabbi, teach me how to meditate. And I think I'm going to say, well, imagine an Aleph, and a Yud, and a, and a Hashem, and a, and a... No, 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 no. Just so breathe very deeply and feel that you're going deep into yourself. So you have to try this. To try it. yeah. Do you have to have a good smell whenever you do this? No? no, what we're going to see in the next class, hopefully, is the smell is just to open up that channel, but then you can do it just breathing. Breathing is the key to your life. Breathing consciously is the key to calmness and calmness is the key to revealing your soul and your revealing your soul is your key to revealing Hashem who is literally living inside you. Hashem can be experienced within you but you very your deepest 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 place within yourself you've got to understand most people never experience even any anything past a shallow part within themselves actually people do but usually it's painful when people are in pain when they split up with their girlfriend and something bad happens they suddenly feel oh, there's a deeper part of me we're very good at feeling our pain but but we're not very good at splashing through our pain and immersing ourselves into a much deeper part of our self which is completely beyond pain there's no pain You're, we're trying to go deeper and deeper and deeper into ourselves. You, and your nasham is infinite can you use the pain to like, go deeper yes yes what was exactly what we're supposed to be feeling like is more just kind of like mentally thinking in my mind this is me Right. Yes, and then whatever you feel, you'll feel. And it's very important not to start saying to yourself, what am I meant to be feeling? Am I doing this right? Am I feeling what I'm meant to be? Don't go there, just do the simple practice. Last week's pasha, tamim Just be simple. So once you start trying to say, and expecting, and thinking, and then questioning, am I doing this right? As soon as you've gone into, am I doing this right? You've gone into, you're not doing it. As soon as you say to yourself, "Am I doing this right?" You're not. <laughs> but you have to laugh at yourself if that happens. Don't get upset with yourself. Just be like, "Okay, hold on, stop. Just do the practice. Do it." It was the same in martial arts. When my masters were like, "You have to practice this block a thousand times, and you just get this." It wasn't a baseball bat. It was like a rubber baseball bat, sponge, hard sponge, which after you get smacked with that quite a few times in the same place, it does hurt. <laughs> my my Chinese, the Shaolin master with, used a real baseball bat but once you get over and over and over and over again just re- I'm not asking him Wow, 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 wow. It's just, this is the practice to go deeper and deeper repetition we learn this from the whole story of Rabbi Akiva and the drop on the rock and so that's the, what the Arana Kadesh is in our base midrash just the drop on the rock eventually you make a hole water can make a hole in a rock so just repeating very, very simple phrases. I'm going deeper into myself. I'm going deeper into myself. What happens is, your consciousness takes you deeper into yourself. As long as you're not distracted. Yeah. That, that word, was it's not used like... for a mitzvah. Because once it's used for a mitzvah, it gains kedusha, And kedusha holiness... Isn't just a thing; it is a, it's an actual, spiritual entity. He also says an amazing thing. We're going to talk about it. This is phenomenal. You can't even believe what's happening here. Who says that? His name's Rabbi Itamar Schwartz. He wrote Bill Mishkan." wrote amazing. He's my Rabbi. He says this: You should say a pasuk. <speaking> just choose a pasuk. <speaking> And then breathe in the passage. Oh my goodness! Can you? I can't. This is so deep. You literally say the passage, and kind of imagine the words coming out. And then breathe in those words. Breathe in the passage into your consciousness. That is mind blowing. Can you? I can Let's just focus on the smell for now. Are we going to go over there? We're definitely going into breathing in psukim. I, how many psukim did you breathe in today? Uh, <laughs> I, like breathe, I don't just breathe normal air, I breathe psuk, I breathe in air that is infused with the kadusha of psukim that came from the mouth of the creator of the universe. That's what I'm breathing in. So when you're walking to the bathroom, you're going to walk out of this room now and you're going to go, you could just be thinking about, well, you know, something. Or you could be breathing, you could be saying and breathing them in. This is what I'm trying to say. Our meditation practice can't, isn't meant to be just five minutes here and there. It's meant to be how we are living. We're meant to be walking through the reality of life on very high levels of consciousness. And and it's always immensely simple. Always immensely simple. Is it hard to be aware all the time? Immensely hard. and it's too. Right? No, opposite is immensely vitalizing and invigorating. Because when you're walking around the way, you're not treading water anymore. You're you're surfing. We can't like The a voter itself is kind of it's an effortless effort. You can't try too hard. If you sit there and you're meditating, you're like, it's like well chill out. The whole point is you're meant to be calm. We're meant to be calm. How? Let's say you've got you're awake for 16 hours a day. How many moments of that 16 hours are you experiencing immense calm? For most people, very few. Shmona esrei, you meant to be very calm. Are you doubling shmona esrei from I'm coming out of lunch and I've got this to do after, or are you going to a place very deep within yourself? Are you doubling from a deeper place within yourself? Are you doubling from your soul, or you're just from your mind. It's a very, it's a, we're talking about living in a completely different reality. When you smell like the nice smell, don't you just make like, a though on it? Yeah. So, like, can't that be like you can take something, to make a bracha on it, and then use for everything? Like, that would also, that also would be nice. It's very sweet. Yeah, do that. Uh, merchant just spending five minutes a day doing this. Can you see it? You see what I'm saying? And people don't invest in it. Just take a nice smell, sit somewhere, make a bracha, and breathe and go deeper into your consciousness. It's so sweet. It's so good. So, what if you if you find yourself doing this, taking five minutes a day to connect yourself, but then afterwards you find yourself, you go, you know, all oh, you your friends know you it's the pub, you go It's the problem. Uh, it's a process. It's a process. So you is the same type, so. You're gonna get, you're gonna get up and fall and get up. And, it's a, it's But at some point, you get to just be on a very high level of consciousness where it's just like that. When you're training, you're gonna get punched in the face sometimes. You no, know, the best boxer in the world doesn't ever, he just never got punched. People got a punch in on Mike Tyson, and they just nailed them. So you get punched so the less you can get punched the better but then you come to a very high level of skill in your sport where you, it's hard to get punched because you're just moving and at, by that point there's, it comes to a point in martial arts where there are some people who are just on a different level it becomes a spiritual thing they're in, they're in the zone, they're in the flow so that's the difference between a, a real master and an expert you've got an expert who's amazing and then you've got a master who's just shoo. I play table tennis when I was a kid, and number 42 in England, under 16, under 18. And that's actually pretty good, to be number 42. I played a lot of tournaments, and the, the top 20, it, they were... A, number 42 is better than number 60, but number 20 is like 15 times better than... Do you know what I mean? Those top guys were in a different... And I nearly beat one of them, these top guys. And I was excited. I was going to call my dad I remember saying I'm going to call my dad and he just turned on he, he basically just turned up a gear at some point he just went Zoom! and then he just killed me he was playing at a low gear and I was beating him but a master can just turn up Zoom! it was amazing it was beautiful to see apart from your so you want to be that master you want to be a master of consciousness yeah yeah you can listen to calming music Although I think for this we want to focus on smell. You should choose one or the other, either smell or music. By the way, you can listen to music and do the same thing, but it should be a repetitive niggan. Over and I get deeper and deeper in the same nigan. Over. And... But why are you listening to the music? Either to calm yourself or to go deeper within yourself. Every time that nigan comes, that's why when I did the meditation retreats and we did the same nigan for forty-five minutes, an hour, we just went deeper and deeper into myself. But you've got to choose what music you're listening to. Do you have any like, recommended... La 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 la...